Hi everybody, welcome to Magic Carpet Life, your weekly wonder trip into the infinite discovery of who you are. I'm your host and guide, Tiffany Josephs, and I am here to enchant the world to a higher love. Why are you here? Have you thought about it? Have you put it into words? Have you shouted it from the rooftops? Well, I really believe that this is your time. The world has never been more ready to receive your unique magic. And you can think of me as your cosmic cheerleader on your path to discovering just how true that is. So thank you so much for tuning in and joining us and let's get started. That was like my, oh my gosh, sigh. Guys, I have with me on the big blue couch, a beautiful, beautiful soul. And it's very long overdue that so you've long. been in my house, yet alone, sharing with, rapping with me about your world and your life and your beauty. And it's my honor to have you here to just play with me. I'm honored to be here. Britt. Thank you. Your name is Britt. Mm-hmm. Stupid. <laughs> I want to say it German now. Yeah. Stuven. Yeah. <laughs> That's your, but your maiden name was? Horvat. Horvat. Okay, mm -hmm. we just had this whole discussion about how mm -hmm. we make our names sound like we want them to for what we're doing, to illuminate mm -hmm. our gifts, to work with what we do. Um, I don't have a bio for you because I decided to give up on bios in these conversations. What are bios? Yeah. Bios, they, they, they barely contain all the magic we have to give. And if I ruled the world, I would do away with them and I would just have us show up into spaces and just say, all right, guys, let's just tune into this. Right? Tune into this smile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feel this light coming from this person. And we would all just enjoy and we'd never, ever have to ask that question. What do you do? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I want to live in that world. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually my question for you. This is the one question that I have pre-thought about last night. I was walking... I did a star walk with my daughter, who's nine. Oh, this is that. like our thing. Yeah. Is I I downloaded the Skyview app. Those of you that <gasps> I know love it. Skyview. It's yes. So amazing. I take it on and off my phone yeah. because like sometimes I need the memory. Oh it's yeah. It's huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It takes up huge amount. Oh, okay. So anyways, sometimes it's like when it's nice outside and I know I'm gonna be doing more walks. I got the Skyview Skyview app on there. Anyways, we went for a walk and I was just kind of talking. I said, Evie, you know, I'm having this beautiful woman, this amazing soul on my um, show tomorrow. What do you think we should talk about? What are some really good questions? And she was like, hmm. And I asked one and she was like, nah, <laughs> no, not that one, mom. Yeah. And then she started talking about how she was talking about the size of the universe mm -hmm. and how the observable universe is just a teeny, tiny fragment of the ultimate multi-universe. And yeah. she's going on and on in her, her, her fourth grade brain about you know, <laughs> the enormity of how things really are. Mm -hmm. And I'm listening and I'm thinking, wow, this is fabulous. And then it occurred to me, this is the question that I'm going to ask Britt tomorrow. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. And make sure I can word the question. As I had it last night, as we were looking at Venus and, and Uranus and all of this. So let's say 
that before you came here mm-hmm. as you, as human version of all that you are, mm-hmm. you were somewhere else. And let's say that you were um, like the SNL skit, you know, the goddesses of creation. Have you seen these, this skit? Oh no. my God, it's the best, best, best. No. Um, any of you listening or watching know the skit is hilarious. There's like three goddesses and, and they're talking to the god or whatever up in, up in um, you know, Zeus land or the heavens. Yeah. And they're like, they're like um, yeah, so I have this idea. And it's Kristen Wiig and she's like talking about these funny things that she's making. Okay, so you're like in that space. You're in the space where things get created. Okay. You get to speak it and it's created. Okay. Let's say that they tell you, you can, you're going to make your own planet. We're going to call it Planet Brit. <laughs> and you're like, okay. And they're like, there's no rules. You do whatever you want. Just make sure, you know, it's like within the three-dimensional realm of being able to, like, you can't make a square planet because, you know, it's not going to work in physics. It's got to okay. be a planet. Yeah. What do you create inside of this planet? Oh, well, I would, okay, first of all, I think it would be kind of like a, be like a, like a Lisa Frank background, like the sky, right, 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 like you can see the planets way up close, you don't even have to like wonder what's Wait, we might have like some people under... Oh, yeah, that's true. Just Google Lisa that's Frank. That's so true. If you are yeah. like, because I've that's asked true. some 20-year-olds, I'm like, oh my God, it's like Lisa Frank. Yeah. And they're like, what's Lisa that? Frank? I'm like, yeah. I can't believe a world oh, without Lisa Frank. So I Google know. Lisa Frank. Okay, so yeah. I'm totally with you. Yeah, and it's, um, there was this there was this woman, um, she was running the checkout at Whole Foods the other day, and she her hair was like striped purple and blue, and she had straight up Lisa Frank tattoos and was wearing like a multicolored shirt. And so there'd be people like that, and there'd be a lot of pajamas. That basically, that's the only thing that's created. That's the only form of clothing that is made. It's just comfortable pajamas. Yes, with feet, with footies, or without footies. Mm, without, yeah. Okay. Without, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I've recently really loved going barefoot. I played golf mm. barefoot like a couple of weeks ago, yes. and it was amazing. Um, it would rain glitter, but it would be earth friendly. Glitter. It wouldn't I was just be plastic. Say, yeah. I yeah. love glitter. Yeah. And then all of my yeah. friends started telling me how horrible. I know. And I was like, I I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Earth. I'm sorry. I had no idea. I had no idea. So it would like yeah. dissolve mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. falling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know. This is so fun. I could do this. I could do this all day. So it's like creating a video it. game. Yeah. It's like people that yeah. create these worlds within virtual reality or video. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you get to do that for your job. Yeah. Okay, so what that tells me about you is it tells me a little bit about your age because you know Lisa right. Frank. Yeah. Um, you probably had a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you have a caboodle? Oh, yeah, and they're back. The caboodles are back. They're back. They're a little mm-hmm. more form, or uh, they're a little more user-friendly, though. Oh, really? Yeah, they're, like, more intuitive in how they open. I mean, ours were kind of clunky. Yeah. But maybe that was the good. Maybe the old. I always think the vintage, like, I always want the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whenever I see one, I'm like, why is this, this, why did they have to reinvent, there's nothing to reinvent here. So, um, okay, so you, you are on this planet, and you have this magic around you, and what are, what is the sort of general superpower of the inhabitants of this, of planet Brit? 
They, they don't know, they don't even know what perfection is. That doesn't even exist on this mm. planet. And they, but that's, but their superpower is to just totally know who they are and totally be themselves and not be afraid. There's no, there's no fear at all. Yes. Yeah. Especially in their pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> no fear Especially. of what people think. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I love that you said that word perfection because you sent an email out a couple of weeks ago. And this email was really, really transparent and yeah. powerful. Like I imagine you taking a lot of time with it and communicating your 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 full heart within mm-hmm. the email. And um, and I had a chance, you know, before you came over this morning to reread it and tune into your hearts, your desires, your journey mm-hmm. through this email because it really was sort of like an essay and a book within itself. It was like a book that's about to be written. Mm-hmm. And every single one of your points were the chapters within those, the discoveries you've made right. in the past several years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that, the word that I felt was, here's a woman who is like insanely talented. Here's a woman, when I first met you, maybe five years ago, four years ago, you were running around town. It was five years, yeah. You were like the go-to hire for creating amazing experiences. And I remember watching you and thinking, this woman is just spreading out her gifts like a feast at a table, like sharing all of this with people. And then what I got from your email was, what is the shadow side of being so freaking gifted? Well, running ourselves ragged, Mm -hmm. being hard on ourselves, believing too much into the illusion of perfection, right? as if such a thing exists, which actually it does exist, just not in the way that we go about it. Right, yeah. If if there's heart surgery, you know, we want perfection to yes. be there. Yeah. Or even yeah. just in nature. Right. The perfection oh. of these leaves changing. Oh, and of course. Yeah. The perfection of the entire universe as it is and functions. Mm-hmm. But the heart on our selfishness. Right. The perfection that we think perfection means we can't be flawed and we can't say the wrong thing and we can't forget things and we can't drop the ball and what it has to mm-hmm. do with our performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that you brought that up, and I love that in Planet Brit, there is pajamas and no sense of perfectionism. There you go, yeah. There's like the that. sense of perfection in mm-hmm. the way things work, especially with Lisa Frank, colors everywhere. But, yeah. um, but that hard on our selfishness. Mm-hmm. So when, let's see, your journey, like all of ours, is rich and thick and full, and sacred and stunningly beautiful. Where should we enter in? How should we enter in to have you tell it in a way that others who are listening would go, yes, that's me too, I get that. Let's start from right now in this moment. You're sitting on my couch. It's mid to late September. I don't even mm-hmm. know. It's some kind of teen number um, in September. And <laughs> you're here. You're on the other side of that email. Yeah. You're on the other side of this breakthrough, soul seismic level discovery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
What is the most surprising thing that you have learned about Brit and planet Brit on planet Earth? Hmm. What have you learned inside that you're ready to see come to fruition in your outer world? The most surprising thing, there's been a lot of them, but I, the first thing that popped into my mind when you asked me that was, I guess it's, it's this realization that I am, I'm finally embracing that I am, that I am a bumblebee. I am totally. The bee. Yes. Right. Yes. I remember. That's a part yeah. of your brand. Yeah. Wasn't that funny? It yeah. was a part of your brand. Mm-hmm. Okay. For those of mm-hmm. you listening, I'm not even going to go into your business because mm-hmm. I just want to illuminate your soul right now and for people to feel yeah. this. So, but we will get back to that. Yeah. So you're a little bumblebee. Yeah. Which means what? Well, these days it means that I am just so interested in so many different things. And for the longest time I was giving myself a hard time for being interested in different things and being multi-passionate and doing something for a little bit and then moving on to something else or you know in the middle of my marketing business working with a lot of different clients and then you know starting this whole accidental chapter in my business that's around helping people with their lifestyle and their self-care and their play and then still not knowing how to define that when I go to networking events and sure. and people ask what do I do and Finally, I'm, I just realized that that's who I am and that's totally fine and I don't have to apologize to anyone. I don't, I don't have to wrap it all up in a package. I just get to be me and mm. it's so freeing. And lately, just in this past week, I've just been realizing that um, I'm going to get all emotional. Um, Perfectly welcome here. Just that everything is so, um, it's so much better than I've ever given it credit for, right? Like, yes, everything's so much more fun than I've, than I let myself see it. And, and as soon as I've made that shift, um, to see things differently like that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky to go do these things. And a lot of times I give myself a hard time for, um, like when I started these, videos called pajama chats where I'd sit in my pajamas and talk with someone um I was so excited at first and then I started getting down on myself because I didn't um I was locking myself in uh-huh. and I was getting nervous about something that I created and then <laughs> and then creative freedom is all I crave but then I get scared of it and then I'm like wait you're this you have all the freedom you want but you're holding yourself back yes that's so, interesting we all, oh, especially with creations that yeah. come from us. Right. When you when you unleash them, when you sort of unwrap who you are in a a a form of something, yeah. and then you want to change your mind. Yeah. Giving yourself the grace to say, "And I did that." In other right. words, those things don't define us. Right. And it's easy to, and any creation like with this podcast or with my coaching business or with the the other work that I do around um, the country, the the town, this town of Denver that we live in, those, it's so easy for us to get wrapped up and to say, it has to be this way or it has to look like this. Right. When really we're just balls of light, gaseous light. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just sort of literally souls in form, you know, these remarkable beings of light 
in this skin just Uh here to not figure it out. Right. What if we weren't here to figure things out? I know. That would be so freeing. What if we were here to go from, gosh, um, I was going to say lily pad to lily pad, but then I thought (laughs) lotus because of all the reasons that people love the lotus and the symbology of the lotus. What if we were just here to just... Ba, 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 and just hang out for a while on one and then move to the next. We have the freedom to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's not just do we have the freedom to do that, but it's our, it's our joy. It's our, it's, we're here for discovery. Right. And however that discovery unfolds is absolutely amazing. My husband just came in and... Um, you're going to pause this for a second because I want to reshift the energy. Oh, bad boy. Bad boy. I think he knows. He's got a bathroom down there. He's fine. <laughs> His biological needs are met. Yeah. He can go back down there. He's fine. Um, so, what were we even talking about? Coming back to... Hopping from lotus to lotus and... Yes. Yes, so the, the, the release that comes from this allowance that what if we're just here to discover and what if all the things that we come into, come into our sight are just here to make us shine brighter. In other words, we don't have to do anything with these these things. What, right. if, what if there's no such thing as like, even I've been thinking about this lately, I've been in some, some deep discovery and some deep realizations of things. And it's easy for me as I talk to people about it to say, um, these lessons, right? There's so many lessons yeah. in this. And I'm immediately, when I say that, I put right. myself in the classroom mm-hmm. with like a number two pencil. And remember those old days before we had computers and we used to have to write out our tests? Yeah. Like English. We used to have to write out our essays with a pencil. It's like I'm there writing. And I am so looking forward to right now with so many other of my creative friends to have way more fun with it. Yeah. To not have to make everything a lesson and a deep processing, but right. just to, to really um, perpetuate the, tr- the fact that it could be this immediate shift. Yeah. What if it could be this immediate shift? And part of that for me is really just changing the conversation. Whenever I was sharing with you, you were here, and I was sharing about something that I'd gone through in the past couple mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and even when Steven, my camera guy, hi, Steven. When he came in the house and, and he said, hey, have you rested yet from this thing that I just done this weekend? And I felt myself go wanting to, to keep the story going about it and say, right. I'm not rested yet. And right. no, it's going to take a while. And Whoa, yeah. this was a big lesson. And yeah. it's like, you know what? What if I just put on some music and danced it out? Like, really? And things could shift. And I believed in the power of immediate yeah. shift. Yeah. What if you could just change your mind? Maybe just make a choice that you're going to see something differently. Yes. And I love, I love turning on music. Like that, that is one of the best ways to shift anything, especially when you're tired, especially in the morning. Like sometimes I'll just walk down and I'll be like, okay, Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Is and it then Whitney? it just completely. Whitney lately, in the morning? Lately. It's been Whitney what is Houston. it about Whitney? I don't know. But there's just something about the. I want to dance with somebody. That's the song. Yep. Uh-huh. There's just something about that one. I see that going really well yeah. with coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So 
it's just it's amazing what certain small things can do to make a huge shift in mm-hmm. in your day in your mindset in we are meant our natural essence is to feel good mm-hmm. our natural essence is to vibrate this light that we all have and then so let me let me ask some questions here because I want people to get to know a little bit more about your unique essence your unique song you've come out of a heavy time Mm -hmm. and you're still finding you know your Whitney you're finding your inner Whitney and you're like okay and things are getting cooking and you're you're really launching back into the whole new you're seeing your business with new eyes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're seeing um you guys recently bought a house is that right so you're back here in Denver Mm -hmm. tell them about your journey the last two years you left Denver, you went to, you came back. So what? tell, tell some exciting okay. tidbits of what that was about for you. It's actually been four years. Really? Isn't that insane? I Isn't think I was like nuts? Sleepy Beauty and slept for two right? years. Right, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We've almost been back for two years. In November, it'll be two years. So Wow. Um, yeah, so I've, I was born and raised here in um, the longest I ever left was to go live in New York for a couple of months for an internship at Bust Magazine back in the day. Ooh, okay. And, journalism. Um, yeah. You yeah, were a journalist, that was yeah. My, that was my winging it of journalism, though. I didn't realize until, like, the very end of college that I sh- probably should have gone into that after changing my major four times. Yes. Because you're allowed to do that. Because you're allowed. You're yes. allowed to. Yeah. And you, you as a yeah. woman, with all of these gifts, you just had to bop around on those. Yeah. Yeah, so um, anyway, so yeah, so started a marketing business in 2013. That happened on accident as a result of following my gut feeling as I was um, working as a project manager in a cubicle and called the perfect pedal one day and was like, are you guys hiring? Because I just need to be around color and people. And what is this I didn't place? say that, but the perfect pedal in the Highlands. The perfect pedal. Are they still in business? Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so everybody mm-hmm. listening in town, what is yeah. the perfect pedal? They're they've been around for over twenty years now. Um, they do they have the this adorable boutique with you know stuff for your home, which you would love, and yeah. not that you even need it. Um, they have a. I always need it. Yeah. <laughs> There's never ending yeah. happening in this house. That's true. <laughs> um, they also have uh, you can they have a floral. Uh, department where they also they do you know daily florals for Ooh. local businesses but then they also do weddings and events and so and they did my uh, wedding flowers and I um, I just loved being in there and I loved creating something uh, from the from the ground up like planning my own wedding and working with local vendors and people who were doing things that they were really passionate about and just creative people yes and that they have been in business for so long too yeah so there was a real stability yeah there. Yeah, so my business basically formed after working with them. I They were my first client, and then um, they referred me to a few other people that they worked with because I wanted to cross-pollinate. That's where the B initially came okay. from, to get people to collaborate and connect and partner up. And so I did, so I started that, yeah, in 2013, and then my husband, it was funny, in 2012, he was like, what do you think about us um, what do you think about me doing a global deployment program through Deloitte, where he works? And I was like, yeah, go for it. But it, he wasn't um, eligible at that time. He okay. needed a few more years. And so we're like, oh, that two years, that's so long. That Okay, never mind. That's never going to happen. But then two years later, we're still in the same apartment. 
we're still, you know, having this hunger to go somewhere, and he's eligible again. So he puts his name in the hat and was open to as many locations as possible. He's like, is there anywhere that you don't want to live on this That's planet? That's a great question. Yeah. What do we not want? Yeah. I was like, um, as much as I loved going to China for two weeks, that was a life-changing experience yeah. with you, um, I don't want to live there, but I'll live anywhere else. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think that's what I told him. So we ended up in, so we ended up getting um, this two-year assignment in Dusseldorf, Germany. And so we went out there. Not Dumbledore. No, no. but doesn't it I sound totally like it? I totally thought Harry Potter when yeah. you said that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had never even heard of it. And I had never, bef- like, when we signed the contract, I still had not even been to this city. I just trusted that this was where we needed to go. Yeah. There was such an ease to it. Even though I was panicking about mm. my business and my identity and everything that I had built here and fearing losing relationships. and Which you had really built here. Yeah. You had created a magnificent hive for yourself, your community, your personal connections, your business connections. Like, I mean, you really were the go-to hire. I remember when meeting you. That's and you so were funny. just like, yeah. okay, I'm going to fly away and I'm going to buzz yeah. away now. Yeah, and leave it was it tough. To it was hard. It was hard to leave. There, there, was, there was a lot there, but I, was, I also just trusted that it was, it was going to work out, right? Mm-hmm. So... We get there. I initially thought I was going to take my marketing global. I thought I was going to work with people in London because I needed to work with people who spoke English because I knew like no German. Priority. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get there and it, there was a completely different vibe. I, I just wanted to immerse myself there. There was a sudden sense of urgency knowing that we only had two years. Mm. I was like, knowing myself, uh, if I don't pause my business, I will be on my laptop for two years and I will not experience this place. So I told everyone, okay, pressing pause, then um, just immersed myself in Germany and did all these new things I had never done before. Like I, I taught English for a while. I did take German classes. I did meet amazing women from all over the world. And I, I went to Bible studies. I had um, potluck lunches in my home. I had um, I was finding myself spending way more time with myself and, and finally slowing down and, you know, spending time in the park and spending time taking pictures of bumblebees for like <laughs> 20 minutes at a time uh-huh. and realizing that in all that open brain space that I had, all this space to be bored and daydream and not be looking at my device and being focused on something, I realized that I was approaching the same burnout that I had a Uh, had in 2010 when I worked for a startup Mm -hmm. I was like oh my gosh but I was also not being fulfilled by teaching English and was kind of over going to German classes every day and my creative muscles were like wanting to just like I need to go to the gym I need to go to the gym like the creative gym yeah yeah so I decided to relaunch the marketing business, but before I did that, I wanted to be held accountable to self-care, and I wanted to be held accountable to taking breaks, and that's all I wanted. And I wanted to start a conversation around how hard it is to put your phone down, and how hard it is to be with your thoughts. And it was, and I just wanted four or five people to join me. But I had so much fun putting together this flyer before I had even created this 10-day challenge. It was, so it was gonna be 10 breaks, well it was. 10 breaks for 10 minutes a day, and they were different things that I had been rediscovering or discovering in my life that I just wanted other people to try with me and keep me going with. Ah. And so I 
I, but I spent so much time thinking of a name and I finally landed on the break changer because it, it just means when you take a break, it can change everything. Mm -hmm. Whether you're taking a break literally and stopping or whether you're taking a break from the way you do things, just thinking differently. So it ended up being so fun. I think there, you know, there were over 300 people who joined me. Um, I sent a survey out at the end. The impact was nuts, people. Yeah. And the whole thing was 10 minutes a day. It was my mind trick that if I would have sent this out and been like, pay me $10 and let's take 30-minute breaks for 10 days, I'd be like, no, I don't have time for this, no. But they're like, this is free and it's for 10 minutes. Uh -huh. And she's being pretty gentle with me. She's telling me I don't even have to do the 10 days. Okay, yeah, I can do this. Uh -huh. Then some people's breaks were even going longer than 10 minutes because that's what happens when you get when you start something you keep going it's like right. when you clean the kitchen sink then you end up cleaning the counter then you start yeah. vacuuming you know um so then it so then that turned into this gigantic arm of my business it's like 80 percent break changer 20 percent um brit steven pr and but that's totally fine and sometimes it shifted sometimes I've been doing more marketing work than break changer work and they're all the same they're all under that same umbrella but they're all it's still different right uh -huh. so then I did a number of pilot programs just a lot of experiments and workshops and um just it was I was having a great time with it then we moved back and I am just completely pulled out again, right? Yes. From everything I had established there and all mm -hmm. the things I learned about myself overseas. All of a sudden I'm plucked and I'm brought back home yeah. and home doesn't feel like home. Yeah. And Britt doesn't know who Britt is anymore. And she thinks that she's giving herself enough time and space to get adjusted to life in Denver. She thinks she needs maybe two months. She really needed two years. I. Seriously, I think that that's the amount of time I've needed. I think I'm finally that's now much time coming back you had to myself. In Germany, yeah, you had two years in Germany, yeah. So yeah. two years here to nest ground, yeah. And so I expected because what you're taught in life is that you're just supposed to keep going straight up, and you're not supposed to go backwards, and you're not supposed to have moments where you stop. And and so I just thought I had to keep going and trudging forward and doing what I knew what I knew best, uh -huh. even though I was winging it this whole time, right? Yes. Um, and then I just hit this point, just that, you know, this past spring when we were going through everything with trying to start a family and just, you know, having all these feelings of self-doubt come mm. up, every, everything just unraveled. Every feeling of, of feeling inept and not good enough and not ready and not professional enough and not credible enough just, like, came unraveling and I couldn't do anything anymore and I had to press pause in my business again and I and I started going to therapy and mm -hmm. and it was so funny because my my therapist was like okay before because I wanted to do some spontaneous things uh-huh why like, well I I don't know I, I just there were a few different job possibilities and different things that were coming at me and I was uh -huh. like I wanted to feel needed you know my self-confidence was so low right that I, I still, even though I was taking care of myself, there was still a big void because I wasn't doing anything. I was like, I pressed pause in my business, pressed pause in this fertility journey, suddenly had like, what, what am I gonna do with myself, right? So I had to actually sit in that uncomfortable space of just yeah. being me and not, not having an identity again. Who am I if I'm not doing anything? Yeah, 
which is exactly who I was at the beginning of the journey in Germany. Like, you know, like yes. no identity over there. And so, so yeah, my therapist was like, I need you to take, like, have two stable weeks before you do anything. Okay. Like you just need to be comfortable with you. And so, but then one day I was driving to, um, driving back to Applewood golf course where I play every Monday night and ladies night. And I forgot my credit card. It wasn't like a crazy night. I just like forgot to grab it from the, uh-huh. from the cart person. And on the way over there, I was like, oh my gosh, every time I come here, I'm so happy. Every time I leave, I'm so happy. The only thing that was motivating me was golf, was just being outside and just doing that, just following that. That's Green the grass, only thing I could sky. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that day I asked them, I was like, are you hiring? And I didn't have to check in with anyone. I didn't, I, I just knew that this is what I needed to do. And and it had been in the back of my mind, even a month prior. It's like, even my mom asked me, she's like, maybe you should see if they need help here. Because I had been wanting to get out of the house and get out of my own head. And yes. so much of my business had become digital and behind walls. And I wasn't sharing a lot of myself in a way that I needed to with people. Yeah. But I didn't realize that. I was really just closing in. And it was starting to really... Um, I don't know, it was just, it was sending me to a pretty dark place. And so I finally just did what I needed to do, not what other people needed me to do. And it felt great. And um, yeah, then, I don't know, I guess just in these last few months, things, I've just been much more gentle with myself and just been doing the work, right? That's the reason we can't slow down. That's my theory is that there's something that we're avoiding. We're avoiding our real selves. There's something deep within us that we haven't dealt with or there's something we don't want to accept. And that's why we stay busy. And that's why we stay scrolling and and we don't just stop and breathe and connect with each other. So. Wow. Yeah, wow, that that was a lot. I, most important question. Do you have your own golf cart? As, golf cart? Yeah. Do you do you get your uh, assigned to you working there? Do you get your own golf cart that you can like decorate? No. Well, I, if I ran a golf so course, fun. I would give everybody their own and yeah. like, like have you know like in parades how they have floats and you get to decorate the floats to yeah. however you want. Like I would allow all my employees to have like their own designated and like oh my gosh. you know sort of That'd pimp it so out fun. to how. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be so fun. <laughs> I think they're leased, so I think that would be a little bit of oh, a thing. Oh, right. But of maybe course. maybe when that's over, I'll, I'll bring this up. Accessorize. Yeah. You know. That'd be so fun. That is a very beautiful and powerful story. What I hear from you and what I think everybody um, can resonate with is the absolute power of creating room. Mm-hmm. The, the um, what happens when we have room to be bored right room to feel room to be and you know it takes some momentum because the conditioning is pretty strong the conditioning whether it's societal or from our family of origin um the tapes that we play Mm -hmm. in our own head is um it takes a while to reset them to Mm -hmm. reset them 
And so we go deep in, we go into the underworld with therapy or with healings and with, you know, all these things that we do in order to reset those tapes. But I love how one of the greatest successes of your, one of your greatest creative endeavors has come from your own embodiment or your own ability to say, what feels more energetically amazing than closing up your laptop? Mm-hmm. or turning off your phone right like there is such a feeling of completeness and empowerment when it's like laptop closed and life yeah and look at that bee oh my god and <laughs> right. people that have cloud clubs that are in club the cloud clubs cloud, cloud clubs? watchers really yes, they meet. this is a thing they do <gasps> they're like people that chase tornadoes you know they go and they have like you like oh you know, around towns, they're like, guys, Mount Falcon Park, you know, sunset. And then, like, oh. people will, like, tr- drive oh up gosh. just to catch glimpses of clouds. People that allow themselves, that believe that there is more to life than mm-hmm. managing mm-hmm. and scheduling. And I had an experience yesterday. My, my family, my kids, my husband, they're insane soccer fanatics Mm -hmm. and by default because I'm in this family I play along with them Mm -hmm. Uh, though I don't enjoy driving as much as I drive whatever but I've learned to find what I do is because actually for those of you in Denver I live in Littleton um soccer's in Aurora like Mm -hmm. I don't know eight times a week we're driving driving but if anybody's ever been to Aurora you might complain about Aurora but the open sky and Aurora is phenomenal and so last night I had this experience where my body's tired I've pushed it too too much with this thing that I just went through and and um but I went to the soccer game and it's a practice and I sat there and I just I love doing this where you know where you step into time beyond time you step into that space beyond space and I was sitting there on this ledge and I just watched all of the families around me and I was looking for all of those people kind of like in the matrix you know when there's Mm -hmm. the glitch like they see the black cat if you've seen this movie when you see the black cat in the movie it means that there's a glitch in the matrix or it sets the codes off or there's a there's things are not somebody is there to sort of set it or uh, set it to a different rhythm a different Mm -hmm. tone Mm -hmm. And so I was looking around for the black cats. I was looking around for who are the people here who are sort of outside of the matrix, outside of this management. Because I'll tell you, I don't know any other subset of culture that manages more than um, um, soccer moms and soccer dads. (laughs) Every conversation that I was tuning into was like... um, you know, so-and-so has to be here at such-and-such such time, and are you taking them Saturday, and have you found out the schedule for Sunday, and I need right. to get home because we have ballet, and that da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I saw yeah. my husband from afar, who's in the other side of the field, and I just sort of was, like, lassoing him with my gaze, like... <laughs> and I Which you could... You, you, you yeah, do. You're I doing. Just, uh, you yes. can do that. I'm like... Yeah. And I wanted to bring him close mm-hmm. and be like, hey... Isn't life great? And just have a different conversation than all of this, which we had get gotten caught up in, which is 
who's taking the kids Thursday? Are we carpooling here? Did you guys get your homework done? Do we have dinner for this time? And then so-and-so's coming over. And it's this absolute cycle of, it can become this autopilot of right. managing life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what sets, I call them the great ones. Those of us who have just enough mischief, mm-hmm. those of us who are just frisky enough, to sit, those of us who are the black cats of the matrix, right. who come in and say, things are not what they seem, <laughs> or let's shake it up and let's remember why we are all here, guys. It's that kind of thing that, um, that t- it takes magic, it takes intention. And so... Um, I'm going to pause for a second. How is audio? What's happening right now? Fantastic. It's all okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. I was getting flustered because I thought I needed to look in this camera because you were filming over here. Oh, no, the battery was just dying. Oh, okay. So oh. battery's dead. No. So like that a, whole time, it's this camera. There's just like a 10 minute or 10 section. But 10 should I, section. are we still using this camera right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just switched batteries. Okay. I was just hoping you would stop talking and she would start talking so I could do it. But there'll be a, like a little oh. eight second, 10 second gap. Or I need to give you a director camera. thing so that you could be like, and cut. <laughs> and then we go yeah. on to the next thing. Um, okay. So it's still going. Audio still running. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll finish my thought. So I think there is, there is a, if the world needs anything, and I'm not big on that statement because I think that that can cause a lot of freak out for people like you and me mm-hmm. who want to fill in the gaps and mm-hmm. make things right and mm-hmm. make things beautiful. Whenever anybody starts saying, the world needs da, <laughs> like the air grab, da. <laughs> I'm like, does it? I don't know. I mean, yeah, but I am yeah. going to allow that to sort of take care of itself. Mm-hmm. And I know if I am allowing myself enough room to be bored and enough room to feel good, enough room to reflect then my world kind of starts working out mm-hmm. in the way that there's a there's a new way to get things done is what I mean to say and I don't think that it's through over managing and I don't think that it's through striving and pushing and right so I absolutely loved your email when you had sent that and I, I love your journey and where you're all going with this and I did notice um, a little thing that was dropped about writing a book. Oh, oh. how much time do you have to talk about that one? <laughs> do you have a name for it yet? Um, now just like my just like my bio, it's always evolving. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's the pressure of a book. It's like That's what? How? Yeah. How do I even? I have this one friend who I saw this weekend. She's in town from Portland. Her name's Whit- uh, Portland. Her name's Whitney. Hi, Whitney. Um, she's like, yeah, she's like on her fifth book. She's like, I got a name for this. And then next up with, there's just some people that can just spit out names and books and they just are real, you know, Mm -hmm. but then there's that pressure of like your first book. I know. I know. How do you even go there? It's so funny. It's something I've always wanted to do. And, and that topic has evolved. And there are books that I'm so glad I didn't write that I wanted to (laughs) when I was like in my twenties and I'm like so happy that that did not come out. Um, but there's, it's, it's something, yeah, that it, it actually happened in, in the middle of leading this program called Break the Ground, which is helping Break you move forward ground. on the thing that's haunting you. Ooh. And I always go through everything I lead people 
on because I need it just as much. Yes. But I never realized how much I need it yes. until I'm midway through. I'm like, oh my gosh, I really, really needed this. But so midway through, I was like, oh, the thing that's been haunting me that I haven't moved forward on is writing a book. And so I took my own advice and I started moving forward on it. And I had all this great rhythm and, and I was just cranking out my mini chapters. Because right now, and and at the beginning, and it's come back to this, it's a compilation of, of uh, different ways to take breaks, basically. Uh-huh. And and it was 100, and then it was 50, and then it was 52. And, and then maybe it, it'll be 35. I don't know. But maybe it won't work all within the calendar so perfectly. Yeah. 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 So I had all this momentum and sat down with this woman and and she told me, no one will take you seriously if you self-publish. And let me introduce you to my publisher. Let me guess. Oh, I was just going to say, was she a publisher? (laughs) No. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I deeply respect this woman. And I, and I think everyone's journey is so different. And I listened, I I made the mistake of listening to someone else instead of trusting my own gut feeling from the Mm -hmm. beginning of why I wanted to write a book. Mm -hmm. And to prove to myself that a, I can just, that I can do something like this, that I can just get a bunch of words onto paper and get it bound up and get it done. Right. But to have something tangible, for my community to tap into that doesn't involve a device. So, so much of what I send out to people Mm -hmm. in challenges and programs is about closing the laptop, putting the phone down, but all of it is digital and that's fine. There has to be a happy medium that you just, you, you can't just completely shut yourself off. But I, I want something that they can carry with them when they're on the go and pull out and read. And I just, I just want to, I don't know. I, I just want to create this and it has just been such an interesting journey. But, um, so then finally got a contract with her publisher, but then it ended up not aligning with me. There's, it's just a lot there that just yeah, didn't then work. Then you go into requirements and there's contracts yeah. and there's things yeah. that you sort of have to, you know, do that might not be what you want to do. Right. And so I backed away and I took a break from writing a book on taking breaks, which is so funny. And that's totally going in the intro. It was so divine. Yes. Yeah. And finally picked back up on it earlier this year, then hit this whole point of self-doubt and didn't think, I suddenly didn't like, oh, do you want to? Okay. I, I suddenly didn't like any of the content. I was just sick of it, bored with it. I wanted something different. Then I realized that I wasn't being um, vulnerable enough with it. It mm. wasn't real enough. I was trying to fit it into a different mold. It wasn't mine. The chapters that I loved the most were the ones that came from a story of something in my childhood or something that I just want to run with. And so I finally let go of the chapters that you know, make a certain section equally long as the other and now I'm just I'm back into going just just going easy with myself and the biggest turning point that I've had recently was while listening to um, do you listen to the magic lessons podcast with Liz Gilbert no but I'm very familiar with it. oh so she's interviewing this author I forget his name and he's brilliant but he said that he's like I can't remember who said this but someone said that a novel is basically a long piece of prose with something wrong with it. And that has 
just stuck with me mm. because I think my problem is that I keep wanting it to be like this perfect thing and it keeps changing because I oh this will be better that will be better sure. this will connect with people more but I have to do it for myself and I have to just accept that no matter what I put out into this world there will be something wrong with it whether there's an error which there will be and whether or not it connects with people some people may think it's totally crazy some people may love it some may not even understand it so there will be something wrong with it but that's actually really freeing and it's been this whole new thing that I've been thinking about and writing about and um, drumming up a possible newsletter about because, yeah. Because there's trusting that whatever comes out is pure and beautiful. Right. So long as it's yours. Right. And if you try to make it perfect, you never will. He compared perfection as chasing the horizon. You'll never get there. Mm-hmm. So just at some point, just let go and be good with it and know that what you created was enough mm. and that it's done. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of us who are creating things who are chasing. Mm-hmm. We chase, we're really good chasers, and we're also very tired mm-hmm. because I think there's more power in standing. Right. I think there's a lot more power in being the horizon ourselves. Right. Not chasing it, but saying, I am the sun. Mm-hmm. I am the hot pink and the purple and color of a sunrise set. I right. am the sun. Yeah. And if I make this as beautiful and pure as possible, as I possibly can, if I radiate what's here, people are going to come and they're going to want to see it. Right. They're going to want to stop mm-hmm. and take a look at these colors mm-hmm. and be enchanted and inspired to shine theirs. There's a lot more power in that. Let's breathe in that for a second. Everybody gets to be a horizon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's funny. It's, it's, there's, there's things where, there's times where I feel like I'm the only person that thinks a certain thing and I hold it in. Yeah. And then when I do write it and I post it on Facebook or I send it in a newsletter, it's, it's amazing what people will respond with. Be like, you just wrote every emotion I've been trying to put into words. Yes, thank you, dear scribe. <laughs> yeah, and here I am on the other side being like, should I send it? Should I send it? Will this, will this piss someone off? Will this, will this confuse someone? Will someone unsubscribe? The last newsletter, 10 people unsubscribed, but 19 people replied with the most beautiful words. And it yes. was... And, yes. and it's funny, too, because I was at Barnes & Noble the other day, and I was looking at all these books that were published in 2018, and they are so in line with what I want to write about. There's uh-huh. so many books about all these different ways to slow down and they're, and they're, and they're short chapters. And, and I'm like, great people, people have already done it. It's already been done. There's no room for me. Yeah. But then this other voice is like, no, Ooh, tell me that it's voice. the whole, the snowflake voice, right? That there's no other snowflake, like any other snowflake oh, yeah. in the world. You, and then there's the whole, I think Marie Forleo, pointed out once you know what if what if Bruno Mars one day was like "Eh, well everyone else is singing and dancing I shouldn't do it like if you go and write on the exact same topic that someone else does it's going to be completely unique to you if you let it be unique to yourself and I think that's where a lot of us beat ourselves up is we're trying to fit into a different Mm. into a a mold and try to fit ourselves into what will sell 
But if we just do what calls to us, like I love how Rachel Hollis just posted about her keynotes and how she doesn't she doesn't have anything planned. She wings it. She dances. She I don't even think she has slides. <laughs> and she's the most sought after public speaker right now, apparently. Like what? Like amen. She knows she's how doing to shine. it the way she wants to do it. Yeah. She stopped following everyone else's rules and listened to what works for her. Yeah. And it's resonating with people because it's the real her. So that yeah. stuff, that that keeps me going. And I need to keep reminding myself. Why do you think we mistrust our shine? Mm. That is such a good question. I think because we're just, we're, I think we, we want to belong and we want to feel safe yeah. and we want to be seen and included and if we're if we're different we have this we have this like middle school mentality that we're going to be made fun of mm-hmm. when in reality if you sh- if you show your real self that will actually help you belong and be seen and be understood more than you ever think it would yeah isn't that crazy? It is. And if it if it weirds people out, it will bring it will bring other people so much closer, right? It, it's it's the side effect that you're willing to go through. It's that's like something you're willing to suffer through. Yeah, to let go of to, those that can't see you yeah. or wouldn't get it. Yeah. That's the whole isn't that the whole point? Right. To find those that are in the same singing the same song, so to speak, or at least attracted to the same. Attracting yeah those people yeah. that are going to light you up, make your light bigger mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not do this. Right. Man, have I been getting lessons on that? There's that word again, but you understand. Mm-hmm. I have been seeing with new eyes how much I sort of hang with people that um, don't make me feel good. Yeah. Like what they say, I'm like, mm, or what they teach. I'm like, mm. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with that and it's perfectly okay I can give myself permission to not agree but then why am I still hanging around yeah or why am I still giving attention to these mm-hmm. spaces when there's all these other people over here who I call the party people yeah they are the people that believe that um this in the, in the same you know align with the same things that I align with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and man is that way more fun and powerful to be to to say yes there's going to be those that have a way and that they might not agree with my way Mm -hmm. but um I've always been a little weird and okay with weird right I really like being the one that you know I say the black cat you know the one Mm -hmm. that kind of comes in and resets people's codes there's this aspect in me as Mm -hmm. a creative as a as a person from other planet from my own planet tiffany if i had planet tiffany i would um there would still be contrast i think because mm-hmm. i like the contrast yeah i like the creative tension but there's part of me that just wants to say not shake people alive but like right. blast like care bear stare yeah you know i'm like wait stop line <laughs> yeah. up and yeah and like transfer that and then have everybody go oh, yes and then they all are doing that, and we're all um, amplifying the light together because this world, this life, this calling, everything that we think of, everything that every idea that comes through is not ours. Mm-hmm. We wire it to be unique to our own 
you know, essence and our, our, our own, you know, the action of what we bring it out into is unique. Mm-hmm. But every idea that ever comes through is part of this beautiful symphony. It's part of this other collective. There's people all around, like you saw in Barnes & Noble, who are writing these because we're meant to all wake up right now. Mm-hmm. We're meant to light the world. Um, in a in a higher um, accelerated fashion right now, so of course there's going to be others who have the same gospel, who have the same platform, um, but um, you know, trusting in that, I will. I'm going to say a statement right now, and I want you all who are listening to say it with me. <laughs> I will never again doubt my light. Oh. I will not mistrust my shine. I will feel it. I will enjoy it. Yeah. You know, when you go, ooh, is that, am I really here for that? Am I, is it really okay for me to come and be who I think that I am? When you start to feel that light and you align with it and you start to enjoy it and it starts going through your body, don't doubt it. Don't put it back and say, right oh, but this person says this, or it makes this person feel weird. I notice if I show up in this space and I'm big and bright, it makes others feel weird and I don't really, they don't like me because they think I'm too much. Right. I'm just going to shine because, do this with me, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I want your best gospel voices. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This little light of mine. I'm getting into the microphone. <laughs> I'm gonna let it shine. My dog's excited. Let yeah. it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and cut. <No>. Beautiful. <laughs> I seriously, yes. And yes. yes. So. Whether it's a book that just rocks people's socks off or whether it's you just having oodles of more time to be bored Mm -hmm. and chase the bumblebees and (laughs) smell those delicious, huge flowers or whether it's, you know, starting something new, building something big, being Mm -hmm. big, that's, you know, doing whatever you're inspired to do. Don't mistrust that shine, but follow it. And know that even if you don't take action, somebody else will. And that's yeah, okay. Totally. Just as long as you're shining it. Mm-hmm. You might, it might just be your family. It might just be your husband. It might just be your dog that mm-hmm. gets to feel your shine. Right. But it still matters. It's still being brought out there. So I am so tremendously grateful for this conversation. And I love for us to land the magic carpet with a really beautiful question of reflection that people could say, hmm, let me think about that one. And maybe it's a question that you like to ask your community, your hive, your your Hmm. community of people. Something that, maybe something about their light, something about their, their purpose or their passion that could take them to a greater awareness? Hmm. Even a prompt. I was just thinking that you're good with prompts. So, okay, first thing I thought of 
So I've actually been getting into, so here's another thing. I've been really hesitant to do over the phone coaching. I've done a lot of writing coaching, Uh a lot of that, some videos here and there, but no over the phone coaching. And I finally found a safe place to do this with a dear friend of mine who's been wanting to start an Etsy shop. And, um, and I sent her a list of all these questions that got her thinking. And it was so funny because when I asked her, um, about her three biggest, um, business or professional accomplishments, she could only list two out of 34 years of life. She could only list Mm. two because they were, they were boxed in, right? They were based on what would be on a bio. Uh And so when I asked her, and she's this amazing teacher, I was like, so, okay, what about a student that you've impacted? Has someone sent you a letter, a thank you note, something that has just completely knocked you off your feet? It's like, oh, yeah. Then she told me this amazing story about this little girl that she taught when she was in kindergarten, and now she's in sixth grade, and she remembers Oh, she was a kindergarten teacher. teacher. Yeah. God bless the kindergarten yeah. teachers. Yeah. This girl still remembers to this day what she did in this class. And, um, wow. So I guess my question would be, and I don't even know if this has really been on topic, but it's just what's coming up for me right now is, is to list, yeah, three big accomplishments that you've done, that you've had in your personal or professional life. They can totally overlap. That would not be on a bio, the typical bio, but that would be that there's means no letters, so much to no you. There's no acronyms or no certs yeah. after the name. Yeah, it's heart. Yeah, like what have you done that has impacted someone else's life or just changed something, or made you come alive? Right? Made what made your light come out? Yeah. Where have you really felt that shine in your life, and where where does it maybe not have a space? right now but you feel it and you want to give it light put it on those three things and and celebrate it even if it seems small in the real world yes if it feels big to you put it down who cares yes who cares if it feels small who cares if it's make it big right we we don't make things big enough yeah we don't make those those accomplishments or those celebrations big enough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like if we really First of all, this is my perspective. I think when we go to the other side mm-hmm. of this life, we are going, the first thing I'm going to do is, why didn't I celebrate more? I know. Why I didn't know. I make drinking coffee a bigger I know. deal? I know. Or, or, or driving my kids to soccer a bigger deal? Or listening to music in traffic? Or you know, walking my dogs and make it big deal? Those yes. things that don't matter on paper. Yeah. Make them a big deal. So what are those things in, that you just need to make a bigger deal? Yeah. I love that. Okay, what's one of yours? And I'll say one of mine. Oh, like a small, like 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 an everyday thing? Yeah, or like something deal? that you're like a huge accomplishment that you're like, I want to celebrate this because I want to see, I want to see you're wanting to manifest this more and more in your life. Oh gosh, see now I'm overthinking. I know, right? I don't don't <laughs> overthink it, guys. See, I'm practicing see, with this Brit. is gonna be a hard assignment. I'm practicing with Embrace Brit. it. Um Ooh, something that hmm. um, has was a big accomplishment that I um 
oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to really, okay, the thing I just finished, this huge event right. that I um, was honored, was privileged to be a part of with this beautiful community and this big thing. Um, I'm physically tired, so I want to be like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, that's done, and I can sort of get back to my life. But to really see all that went into that and to be proud of the work that I put into oh, it yeah. and to just feel really proud of who I was in the midst of the hard work mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's whether it was that or I think back one year ago when I did the Spartan race, when I was like, why was I doing Spartan? Like, yeah. I don't even like doing sit-ups in my living room. Like, and I did the yeah. Spartan. So that I'm like celebrating. I'm celebrating the physical strength inside of me, the mental yeah. and the spiritual and the strength inside. Love of me. it. Yeah, that's mine. Love it. Um. Okay. So what? So what is coming to me is lately I've been a much bigger advocate for myself and my health than I've been in a long time. Like a doctor will tell me something or a dermatologist will or even someone in my family will tell me something and it doesn't quite resonate with me or it doesn't feel right or even my therapist be like, hmm, this sounds different uh-huh. and or mm, I think you need to come this often and I'm like, nope. I, I remember going home um, after my last session and I was like, I wrote her an email. I said, you know what, actually, I know you're saying this but I actually do know what's best for me and this is how often I want to come now uh-huh. and I felt... So good. Yes. Because I drew a boundary. I think I'm celebrating boundaries. Yes. Big time oh, boundaries. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I'm joining you. I'm going to make that number two for me. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody with superpowers like you have, like I have, boundaries oh. are the name of yeah. the game. Those mm-hmm. are the rules mm-hmm. of the oh, game. Yeah. Yep. So also mirroring boundaries, strength. What is it for you guys? We would love to know. Share below in the comments if you're watching along on YouTube or you can follow along on magiccarpetlife.com. Guys, this conversation was so valuable and I hope that you are inspired. Share what inspired you and also keep coming back. I'm making these. I'm keeping them coming. We're flying on the carpet. Um, Subscribe on iTunes or on YouTube and um, get more of what's coming at you like here at the table, at the couch. You don't see the table, but we have this wood table. <laughs> let's cheers to life. Cheers. Ding. Ding. And I'm out of water, but. Beautiful. See you next week on Magic Carpet Life.